This episode is brought to you by Visit Myrtle Beach. You know what's better than getting away to a beach? Getting together at the beach. Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. They've got over 2,000 restaurants, live music playing all day and night, and endless attractions. This place was made for playing hard and beaching easy. Welcome to 60 Miles Where You Belong. The Beach, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Plan your trip at visitmyrtlebeach.com. This episode is brought to you by Smart Food Popcorn. Some decisions aren't the best, like skipping ahead in your favorite podcast. Think of all the banter you'll miss, the lore in the making. Luckily, Smart Food Popcorn is a no-brainer. Deliciously tasty and available in a variety of fun flavors. It's a smart decision every time. Smart Food. Add smart. To learn more, visit smartfood.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, yeah, what do you want? Beak or jaws, feathers or fur, sharp teeth or feet with claws, whatever's preferred. They'll grant you all last requests to steady your nerves, then podcast the body parts, get severed and served. Bring your weak shit where the wolf and owler. That ain't just a mistake, that's an awful howler. Both of them are known to pull up at your shows, have the crowd witnessing the murder like they rolled in with a gang of crows. Fuck the censorship, let them see the whole thing. They stay dressed to kill, never sheep's clothing. Dark enough to turn the sun to the moon, you'll see nothing. All you hear's a half a puff and a Expect killings, red spilling and flesh ripping Impressive in it, the death bringing his head spinning Just kidding, every word in his songs About two grown men dressed up as a bird and a dog Okay, Tom, we had an email uh, saying that they want you to Somebody wants you to do the movie intro Oh, really? For the podcast Wow Yeah, big. Like, yeah, so I was wondering if you could do that talk on a podcast ladies and gentlemen make yourself comfortable swagger up your pace if you're on a walk because it's time for the wolf and owl podcast featuring the man mountain handsome good looking mr tom davis and ramesh Oh, very good. Really good. <laughs> what I like about this podcast is when it's good and early, you do something that you're really pleased with. <laughs> you're absolutely fucking delighted. Right. Right. Do you know, like... he, almost, he, almost, he almost sat back like he just watched his kids score a goal at footy. No, but what it I was... liked is I sat back and chilled. Your face, right? Your face got so close to the, while you're waiting to what introduction I give you, so close to the camera, it looked like a face looking into a spoon. That's how close. <laughs> that's how close in you got. You're like, oh, God, no, you were so. First of all, I was about to rinse you because when you said podcast for the first time, you weren't sure with the American accent whether to go cast or cast, and so there was a yeah. bit of indecision there. And then you just absolutely fucking volleyed it in, didn't you? Yeah, it, it, it was like a really bad first touch. 
Oh, by the way, I need to say one thing before we go any further. I've had a couple of people message me about the squeak, my squeaky chair. Um, and I do need to get some WD-40 on it, but I haven't done it this week. So uh, there will be a little bit of squeaking. People have messaged you about it. Yeah. Yeah. There's one guy who says, I love the podcast, but I do find that you're squeaky chair. And I know it's you because it squeaks when you make a really important point. Um, well, I, I, I find it hard to believe it squeaks at all then. You get to say anything <laughs> of any substance across fucking nine episodes, man. <laughs> you hear it now. I'll tell you what's when I'm laughing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, really squeaking like a mouse having some sort of attack. How are you, Tom? You good? I'm good, boy. I'm good. What have you been up to? <sighs> just in lockdown, boy. Um, I've been writing this week, getting King Gary up mm. and written, just mm. waiting for you to read mm. the scripts. Slightly yeah. bit of a pie face that you still haven't done that. You've had them all week now. Um, I know, also, but I've been, I've been writing on Ranganations. Yeah, but then the, you have got that way about you of going, like, oh, please make sure you send them over as soon as possible. I really want to get my head around them. Uh, and that was a week ago, and you still haven't you still haven't even read them. So I'm a bit like, I really worked hard to get them over to you as soon as I could. Well, it's, it's funny you say that, because the email that I got looked like a standard email that everyone was getting the scripts at the same time. So for you to sort of suggest that, that you that you rush them over to me. But yeah, I but I, I I know that you know, I just always like the sort of thought of you just sort of like sitting there, you know, like you want those sort of like you know, a little bit of light sort of mood lighting on in your kitchen, you know, just chilled, little cup of just sort of sat sat in the kitchen and then I say, Oh Lisa, you must come over and look listen to this line. Does Lisa ever give you a shoulder rub when you're reading? Oh god, I wish she did. Do you, do you know when we first got together, um you know when you're trying to like you're sort of trying to do the kind of impressive yeah. show that you've got a bit of prowess and you're a bit romantic and stuff like that. I kept talking to her about we were going to go to a hotel for a weekend and I was talking about giving her a massage. And I said, um, honestly, I'm really good. Oh, I, I wasn't really good at massages. I'm not really good at massages. I don't, I, but I, I sort of blagged it. I was going, yeah, gonna, yeah. when we get to the hotel, I'm going to give you a really good massage. And and then she was like, oh, cool, cool, cool. And then when we got to the hotel, we sort of checked in and uh, just looking around, isn't the hotel room? Isn't nice? And isn't it? Isn't it great? And she's been a bit. She's been a bit. She's been a bit quiet. <laughs> just a bit off. And I was like, uh, "Are you okay?" And she said, um, "I've got to talk to you. It's something that's been sort of playing on my mind since we started talking about coming to this hotel. I, I really don't like massages." Oh wow! And basically, yeah. Basically, I'd been I'd been giving her this kind of I've been to, I've been talking up such a big game. It actually started to give her anxiety about how she was going to break it to me that she didn't. Want what I love is it's even worse, right? If massages were your special move, like you were an incredible masseuse. Like, do you know what I find? Do you know what I find slightly worrying about it is that since then we've done spa weekends and stuff like that. And she's always been bang up for getting a massage. Yeah, but this is the trouble, mate. Like this is if I'm going to be honest with you. Having given a couple of massages in my life, and I think I've even given you a shoulder up, I think I've got a decent sort of grasp of it. But, mate, if you're in a hotel, you have to you have to go to the, the professionals. No, but I, this wasn't a hotel. This wasn't a hotel that had a spa. What I'm say, what I'm saying I think to you is more. I should probably more worried about where you're taking her if it was a hotel that no, had but, a spa. But, no, but what That's I a mean, old holiday in. Yeah, but we listen. We're not. We're, when I was started going out with Lisa, we're both. You know, we're we're teachers, mate. It's not like we've got like fucking money to burn on spa hotels. We're barely able to fucking feed ourselves, right? So when when I took her to this hotel, what I'm saying to you is, she had uh, she looked at she she had no she liked massages, right? Obviously, that's yeah. now it's been she's been she's been unmasked as a fucking liar, right? But at that time, she didn't know what my massages were like. 
So she has just looked at me and thought, that's the sort of bloke that I don't want a massage from. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That, that is what I think is the situation right. there. I stayed in a really nice hotel recently, right? And whilst there, I had really bad lower back pain. I was like, I think I talked to you about it. I was like, fucking hell, like yeah. getting out. Of, I could barely even get out of bed. I was like an old man. Like fucking. Who literally. are you staying at a hotel with? Well, Catherine. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, Jack White was actually staying there at the same time as well. Okay. Um, just thought I'd name drop. Um, I uh, so I so did you get a joining door or were you, all, were you all in the same room or no no he was he was on the top floor he was in the penthouse yeah, right. I bet he was yeah, it so I go for this massage and it's like quite an expensive right it's like eighty quid um, I turn up and um, there was this quite sort of like sort of robust but sort of quite firm uh, Russian woman like and I said oh um, do you think robust is all right to say what well, well, yeah I think robust is. Because I'm going to tell you what, what I think is wrong with robust. But, oh. And by the way, uh, congratulations on using a word appropriately in context. Yeah. But what, but what I would say is robust. Is what robust suggests to me? Robust, first of all, is not a compliment. Yeah. But it, all, it also and, suggests... And let me just quickly jump in there. Oh, no, this but, in but, but, no but, way, when you hear the story, would would be someone I'm complimenting or, or no, throwing no, any no, light but, on. That's, no, but that's what I'm saying. Robust is not a compliment. And it also sounds like the the sort of word you use, instead of using something much more insulting. You've yeah. you've gone through your register of about I imagine two or three words that you could use that you could use in this situation, right? <laughs> two, if I'm one of which you, is probably completely wrong. I did mean robust in a decent enough way, in a way that I meant robust, as in she's probably been through quite a lot. You know, like a sort of like a pan that you've had for years, like a frying pan that you've had for years, but sort of like although it's a bit natty, it's still. It still can cook good scrambled eggs, type thing. That's that's okay. what I meant. But... So, so a woman that looked like she'd been through a lot, <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, and 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 circumstances had dictated that now she was faced with giving you a massage. Yeah, but she was quite. Yeah, she was both short in in physic physical, uh, but also short as a sort of like in how she talked. And I sort of said, um, I stood there in just my fucking those paper pants they give you when you go for a mm. massage type thing. So it's, mm. straight away, it's not the most sort of like you, you, you feel uh, emasculated anyway, and then she turns around and I say, "Oh look, you know, I've got this really sore lower back. Uh, it's really sort of like painful. I have trouble getting out of bed. Uh, you know, have you got any advice for it?" And she just looked me up and down. And she went, "Lose weight." Oh my god! <laughs> Genuinely, and like then, then she said, "Just like no. number one, she was a bit shocked when she walked into the room. By the way, and I was standing in the paper pants." She was like, you're supposed what, to be what, on the, what, what, on, on what the bed. Your... You're supposed to be laying on your... <laughs> I didn't know that. I was just standing there with his paper pants. Um... Like you're waiting for a, your superior officer to give you a fucking <laughs> examination. Waiting by my bed like I'm in a full metal jacket. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, go on. So, so, also, so... the trouble with, with it after that is she knew that I was... Deeply upset by the face, the face that I pulled from that, right? Yeah. Uh, so, but then I had to have like an hour and twenty minute fucking massage with her after mm. she told me I needed to lose weight. And it's, yeah. it, I, I, you know what? It's, it's like I just didn't. There was nothing there then. There was no sort of like bond what did you want between us. <laughs> no, but what did you, you want know, like a friendly be? bond between you. You know, like when the masseuse like sort of is giving you a massage and it feels like they care about you and they want you to feel nice. No, I don't think there should be. I don't think there should be a bond. Yeah, you know, what's your face when you're having a massage? I always think that 
you, it's a really difficult one because you don't want to lie there smiling like you're really enjoying it. <laughs> but you also don't want to just look at a completely straight face no. like a fucking. No. It's very, it's very difficult. But a... I could, I could never. Do you know when you watch people? Whenever you see people on TV having a massage, ever when they say things like, "Oh, that's yeah, oh, oh no, that's love," I could never. I, I don't know what level of comfort I'd have to reach for me to be to feel okay about going. Oh, that is that hits the spot. <laughs> Oh, that's oh! You're getting all I just, my. I'm always silent. Yeah. Have you ever fallen asleep? Have you ever fallen? Asleep? I've fallen asleep and been lying there and woke myself up snoring. Like that's one of the worst Jesus. ones. <laughs> but do you know what my problem is? You know what I can't? Why I can't fall, bring myself to fall asleep? Because of how much money they cost. And so the idea. <laughs> no, but, but no, no, but the I. I've got to be. I've got to be awake for every single minute. You're joking. Even if I'm mate, not, mate. I'm, I'm not joking. If something makes me feel as, fall asleep like that, I'm like, that's well worth its money. Like, because I tell you what, I will tell you now, sleeping during a massage is the best sleep you'll ever have in your life. I've, I've, well, I, I can imagine that's the case, but it's never happened to me. I had similarly. I, I went and had hypnotherapy, and See, I'd say you were too strong-minded for hypnotherapy. It's weird because that sounds like you're saying it in a complimentary. No, no, I mean that. This is the biggest compliment I can give you. I think you'd be like um, uh, Princess Leia in that situation. Like that is the biggest compliment I could, like. She was the one who could fight fight the best against the dark side, right? In uh, Star Tom, Wars. Tom, 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 Tom. Do you know what's? I I don't know what's more insulting about this. The fact that you think that in order to connect with me in some way that I'm so pathetic. If you bring in Star Wars, I'll somehow lap it up like an eager puppy. Or the fact that you know absolutely fucking nothing about Star Wars. And you're just pulling that out of your arm. I've seen the first three. I've seen the first three, haven't I? So, like, yeah. no, but Princess Leia is the, mentally the most strong one, right? It's Leia. I mean, that's, that's the first thing. It's Princess Leia, okay? I thought it was Leia. I know you did, but it doesn't matter what you thought it was. Oh, it's wrong. Know. I've never heard Leia anywhere else. Le- Leia, I know a couple of Leias around the mix. Yeah, well, very few of the Star Wars, very few of the Star Wars names are based on people you know around the Sutton uh, area. Luke is probably the most fucking common name in yeah, the in absolutely the right. Yeah, and I think, I think when I was growing, when I was hanging out in South Croydon, I I knew a Chewbacca as well. Um, <laughs> I wonder how many hands there are now. <laughs> Such a German name, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, very exotic. What happened with it, the therapy? Were they the first time I went for like a like a somebody recommended it to me, so I went along and they did this thing where you sort of put yourself in kind of your happy place or whatever, right? Um, and what happens is you go into this state where you just want to fall asleep. You just and I did fall asleep, and it was the most incredible sleep. Oh, but wow. then I just remember waking up to her going, and then when I say to you'll feel yourself back in the room. And you'll start to be conscious of your surroundings. And then as I say one, you'll open your eyes and you'll be back with me here. And that's exactly how it happened. And then I woke up feeling like incredible. Had you dribbled and in I your sleep? And I don't, listen, I'm not saying anything. I don't know what she could have done anything to me. Have, had you dribbled in your sleep? No, thank God. But I have I done that. I love drooling in my sleep. What do you mean you love drooling in your I, sleep? I think it's a sign that you've slept really well if you wake up and your mouth's just covered in drool. I think yes. That... So what you're saying is when I wake up, and I've drooled in my sleep. I normally take that as a sign I've slept well. That is not the same as, oh, I love drooling in my sleep. <laughs> oh, God, I love it. 
Isn't it lovely when you drool in your sleep? <laughs> it's a nice feeling when you wake up and you've got that dry drool. Yeah, afterwards. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a nice yeah. thing to, for your other half to look across you and see what looks like a slug has crawled across the length of the pillow. <laughs> Such a nice treat for them. As if we weren't attractive enough as it was. Right. Oh, here's, an- here's another thing. I work my way across this pillow, leaving a fucking trail of effluent. <laughs> effluent? Fucking hell. You got words for everything, didn't you? Um, uh... <laughs> I always think that people, you know, like with massages, though, you know what you're saying about, oh, I give really, really good massages. Yeah. I put them in the same bracket as people who say that they're really, really good cooks, right? And their mm. signature disc is a chili con carne. That's my, my thing of like, you know, when you're chatting to someone, you're like, oh, yeah, da, da, da. oh you, you do like a bit of cooking at home. And they're like, oh, yeah, 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 I love cooking. Yeah. I'm making like an amazing spaghetti bolognese. And you're like, literally, yeah. that's. I know. I know. And also, the, the other thing is, that'll be their dish, right? And listen, I don't dispute that you probably, you know, by focusing on that one dish over the years, you've become excellent at that. What, what's, when somebody says, are oh, you a good cook? You go, not really, but my spaghetti bolognese is quite good because that's all I've exclusively made, <laughs> right? It must be so insulting to chefs to hear people go, to hear people just go, yeah, I'm a good cook. Yeah, I'm a good cook. Yeah, I do an incredible lasagna. And you don't do an incredible lasagna. You do a lasagna that's surprisingly good based on what people know about you. <laughs> right, that's was, the truth of it. This week, we uh, we did we shot uh, League of Their Own road trip and we had uh you were we, the road trip yeah yeah and we had marco pierre white um on the flip side of that there's people who take cooking and stuff so so seriously it's unreal i actually quite liked him as a guy i'd say that i mean yeah. we stayed in his hotel which was the most sinister place i've ever been why was it sinister there was just like naked pictures everywhere and not of him was it some of him some of him some of just like various people. Okay, can we just can we? But okay, can we just stop there a second? So were there, there were photos of him. Yeah, on the walls. Yeah. So imagine, like, if you will, uh, probably ten A fours down uh, by probably eight A fours across. Right. That would be a, a size of like one of the pictures of him with his top off and like smoking a cigarette. I, I don't know. Did you used to work in the printing profession or something? Why is that unit measurement for you? Because I can picture what an A4 looks like. Right. And I just multiply it. That's... No, I, I understand. I understand your method. I get. I get. I get what it was. I don't. Doing. I don't work in. I mean, I probably could foot wise if I was going to throw eight foot by maybe six foot. <laughs> <laughs> can I ask you a question? How many photos of yourself and Catherine do you have in your house? Uh, like three, I think. And and where are they? Uh, we've got one in the living room, one in the bedroom, and one in the guest room. Okay, how big's the one in the uh, one in the guest room? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just so when the people wake up, uh, this is why, right? I always find that when you wake up in somewhere that you don't know where you are, it's good to sort of quite quickly remember where you are. What are you doing in the? What are you two doing in the photo? Uh, it's like a wedding picture, but I always think I, it's a good thing to wake up and go, "Oh fucking hell, where am I? Oh, I'm Catherine Tom's house." Can I tell you something? Yeah, genuinely, that yeah. might be the most the smartest thing I've ever heard you say on this podcast. Thank you. It's, because the number I mean, of times... Let's just quickly, by the way, also go back and say the Christmas tree, cyberpunk, 
a lot of these other things that I've said. That you... Okay, okay, okay. Let's just break. Okay. By the, by the way, don't start me. Don't get me started on this this point scoring thing because you've had a fucking this week. You've had an absolute fucking shocker. Just so you know, I haven't talked to you about it yet. But the the email inbox for Wolf and Our Pod has been fucking fizzing, and you haven't come out of this well. Really? Yeah, really. Wow. Right, so but before we get into that, before we get into that, um, the photo thing, because yeah. I have that a lot, where you wake up, particularly when you're on tour, you wake up and you think, I don't know where the hell yeah. I am. Obviously, I, it wouldn't help me to have a photo of you and Catherine at every hotel I go to. But if I was at your house and I woke up, not sure, not sure I was, that's actually very, that's actually yeah. really helpful. Yeah, yeah. And really also, I think it, there, when you look at it, you, it sort of makes you remember to sort of behave yourself and, you know, what do you like at other people's houses? Do you, um... I don't stay at other people's houses. Don't you? Why? No, I just don't. I don't like it. Really? I love it. Yeah. It's one of my favourite things. Do you love, do you love being nervous about needing a shit? Is that, you well, enjoy see, that, that, do you? I don't get nervous about needing a shit, really. This episode is brought to you by Visit Myrtle Beach. You know what's better than getting away to a beach? Getting together at the beach. Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. They've got over 2,000 restaurants, live music playing all day and night, and endless attractions. This place was made for playing hard and beaching easy. Welcome to 60 Miles Where You Belong. The Beach, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Plan your trip at visitmyrtlebeach.com. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations at Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between, offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthierhappenstogether. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Right. See that that and that's why I don't really want people around my house either. Because no. you know what I'd like to think? I'd like to think that people that come to my house are so worried about taking a shit at someone else's place that they might even do their utmost to kind of hold it on until they leave, right? Now obviously if you're staying overnight somewhere. I think it's the you, greatest honour you could bestow on another person that you feel so relaxed you go for a shit at someone's house. If some if you came to my house, right? And I saw you sneak off. We're playing a game of Monopoly or Cluedo. We had a couple of beers, right? You, me, Lisa and Catherine, we're having a right laugh. And you yeah. sort of give Lisa a little nod and you sort of shuffle out of the room, right? I'd also give Lisa and Catherine a nod. I'd say, sorry, ladies, um, uh, no one steal from the bank, but uh, I'll be back in a second. Um, I'd fo- like just follow you to one of the toilets you're in, right? And I'd just sort of, with a reassuring thing, I'd hear you go for a plop, right? And here you pull, pull up your panties and your jeans. Right. So you, you see, no wiping, no? no in your no. fantasy. <laughs> no, no, you obviously, I hear like the, the toilet roll go a right, couple of times, okay. right? And then when you open the door, I'd sort of like nod at you and say, thank you. Thank you. Can I, can I, tell, you, can I tell you something? Yeah. That you, you are, let me just put it, put it across from my point of view. That is absolutely the worst thing you could, that is one step away from sort of going, can I come in with you and watch? No, let me explain to you why. I, if I got to that point, let's just assume that, first of all, yeah. I would never be that relaxed about it, right? What would genuinely happen is you and I would be playing Monopoly and Clued and I'd be thinking, why the fuck have we come to their house? And then, 
And and then I'd I'd maybe start to yeah because I know what you'd be like oh has anyone played cards against humanity <laughs> that would be your little vibe I've I've never played cards against... I do like Uno though I like anyway Uno. so I'd be very nervous if I started to need a shirt I'd be really really worried about it like sort of I'd be anxious mate and if I'd, you'd have I... like loads of my vegetarian chili con carne <laughs> yeah I'd imagine and imagine it'd taken a long time for you to get it out to the table because you're working on the spice blend or something. So we'd be filling up on bread throughout, throughout the night. <laughs> Come up with some bullshit story about how the chili, the chili, the, the, the chili con carne is so good. It doesn't require a starter. That's Honestly, I'd, I'd, I'd rather, the I'd rather, accurate thing you've ever said about me. <laughs> I'd rather not sully it. Honestly, I, I, I'd love for the, uh, it, genuinely, you'll be glad you haven't spoiled your palate when it's chili con carne comes out. <laughs> Anyway, so I'd be really nervous about taking a shit. And then eventually I'd give Lisa a nod and she would know that I'm about to have a panic attack because I have to take a shit at your house, right? It'd be horrendous. And genuinely, I would rather bring the evening to an early end and go home than take a shit. No, but you're staying the night because I live miles away from you. So you're staying the night. Okay, fine. So we're staying the night. So I have to stay, right? So I have to go, okay? Now, the truth is, if I was staying at your house, do you want to know what I genuinely do? What? I would hold it in to the point where my conversation would be so stilted that after after we'd gone to bed, you and Catherine would be having a chat about, do you think... Because I always thought I always thought you and Rom got on, but it just seemed like he was really just not happy to be here. And then you're going, no, I know no. this now because he just needed a shit. Yeah, so I would wait. The truth is, if I stayed at your house, I would wait. And then I reckon about two... 2.30 in the morning, I would, I was, because oh, I'd be awake the whole time, because obviously I've got a turtle head poking at it, there's no way I can go to sleep. Would Lisa sleep for it? or Lisa, Lisa would be asleep instantly. She'd go, oh God, I feel so sorry for you, but your, your anxieties are not my problem. Good night. <laughs> so she'd be snoring away, probably wake you up. Yeah. And then I would, I would creep down the corridor. I don't know what the geography of your place is. Yeah. And uh, I would just try and curl one out. Quietly. We have a downstairs toilet, by the way. So you could put. I'd, I'd just say to you, look, if you, look, I know your situation, mate. If you need a shit in the night, just go down mm. downstairs. But the idea that I would take a shit at your house, that the, that 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 I'd end up taking a shit at your house, and then open the door to find you right outside it. <laughs> it's honestly, mate. It's sort of making me nervous. Even this is even how it would go down. If I was at the Ranganathan house, right? Yeah, yeah, I would sit there. We're playing Uno, right? We've had like a vegetarian flan or something right yeah i would turn around and say um lisa um do you mind if i use your bathroom please and uh she'd be like is that is that what why why is that i actually sort of get your logic here but why is it you turn to lisa and ask her Yeah, because i know we're buddies and and also right 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 you know I just think, you know, it's polite to tell. So Lisa, okay. Um, and, and, and Lisa would go, okay. Yeah. But she will know that I've walked, by the way, just so you know, Tom's got this weird cultural thing where he thinks it's a real honour bestowed upon us if he lays a load of cable in our toilet. <laughs> yeah, but then I, to make so, it feel relaxed, I'd yeah. quote one of my favourite ever lines from uh, Scott of the Antarctic, you know, when um, Oates leaves them in there and he just says, I'm going out, I might be some time. Right. And he leaves the tank so he knows she's going to die. I yeah. <laughs> turn around to you, Lisa and Catherine, and say, "I'm going. I'm just going upstairs. I might be some time." Right. And, and then, then and I... then Catherine, and then Catherine would go. He does that every single time. He thinks it's funny. 
And it's actually, it's probably one of the things I think most about when I stove his fucking head in. <laughs> and then I'd go, I'd probably put some paper around the toilet seat. Uh, Would little, you? Yeah. Oh, that's nice of you. Um, put a little bit of paper in the actual water itself so we don't get any splashback. Um, and, uh, yeah, they just fucking have a big old dump. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think I think I could take it. <laughs> My imagination could take from there, Tom. No, and then when I came down, I hoped that I wasn't judged by it. I'd come down, I'd say, oh, yeah, thank you for the use of your lavatory. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, would anyone like any more of the wine that I brought? Um, yeah, okay. I mean, yeah, sure. That's that's. And the then way it would when go we there, I think you would lie there, probably going, "Bloody Tom having a poo in our house." And Lisa was like, "I think it is lovely that you felt relaxed enough to do such a thing." She wouldn't. I'm telling you, mate. She would not say that. <laughs> what would she say? She she wouldn't. <laughs> she. <laughs> what about what about? What about what you know about Lisa makes you think that's what she'd say if you took a shit at our house? <laughs> what, do, what do you think? What would she say, though? I imagine, Tom, she'd let it pass without comment. Unless, unless you'd sort of absolutely fucking rendered the bathroom unusable. I mean, this is the worst thing I've had to do at someone's house. I've had to come down and go, excuse me, have you got any bleach? Oh, my God. <laughs> one of the worst things... I mean, we should probably stop talking about shit, really, but... Yeah, yeah. One of the worst things is... Um, there's something really funny about it, isn't it? But one of the worst things is when I went to see Lisa at her mum and dad's house. Oh mate, I've got that. Yeah. Had to had to take a shit, and then it just wouldn't it just wouldn't go away. Oh. Do you know what I mean when that when the I just sort of look I just thought oh they they're a different family to mine so they haven't sort of turbocharged their flush to deal with <laughs> <laughs> something right. of this 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 is we'll, we'll go out on this right because this is this is probably the. I don't get too embarrassed about these things, but this is one that brought great shame upon me and my family. Okay, go on. So years and years ago, I'm probably about 17, 18, I start seeing this girl. I really, I really, really liked at the time, but she lived in like a pretty um, big ass, um, sort of in the sort of posh end of the way. It was like, you know, proper gaff gaff. Um, yeah. And uh, my dad sort of thought, oh, fucking hell, you know, yeah, you know he's going to marry in at money type thing. So put a lot yeah. of pressure on me for sort of being sort of quite, um, yeah, just speak well, don't, you know, don't be rude, you know, mind your peas and your cues and all that. So um, I go to this house, uh, her parents straight away, I could tell, were like, oh my God, like, who the fuck, <laughs> who the fuck is this guy? Yeah. Um, and I was trying to be really, really posh and trying to, anyway, so we sit down and we're um, having some food and whatever. Um, in the middle of the table is what I thought was like chili or something, right? Uh, oh, no. or some sort of seasoning. So um, I just put my, I was eating away. I take this and I sort of scrunch it up into the um, dish, right? As I'm scrunching scrunch up. Scrunch it up into the dish? Into my food, yeah. You right? crumble what you think is what, a dry chili or something? Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Or some, some sort of dry sort of um, seasoning. Um, okay. It turns out that's potpourri. And like, 
I just remember this flowery smell, just sort of like I'm like, oh no. Like, but I covered. <laughs> I didn't just do a little. I went in big. I like, Did people see you do this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone's just staring at me like, what the fuck is he doing, right? So I then started. Can I, can I just before you carry on? When else have you taken something dried and crumbled it into your food? No, I just like, what, what, let what's me just the, say no, this. No, 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 no. no, no. That's not my fucking no, fault. That's not my fault. That's the fucking. You don't put anything on the table that can't be eaten. That's the Tom, fucking rules of Tom. life. So what? Do you do you melt candle wax onto your fucking plate as well, dude? But yeah, no, right. I don't, yeah, in the same way that I don't fucking eat coasters like they're a fucking biscuit. But if you put something that looks edible on a fucking Tom, table, I'm yeah, sorry. Tom, that's... listen, I'm not trying to have a go at you. I'm right. I'm just trying to clarify. Okay, if they'd have put potpourri in a pepper mill and you'd ground it onto your food, then I'd go fucking hell. That's mad, right? But I guess posh people, that's how they have their potpourri, right? Yeah, but I'd never even, I didn't even know what potpourri was at the time. This is something in a bowl that you've taken and crumbled into your food like what? No, like it's sort of um, parmesan or something. I just thought, oh, that's quite a sort of, that's quite a cool. Look, the way I saw it, they were upper class people, right? Yeah. This might be a whole different world that I don't know about. So, yeah, and it's, by the way, potpourri is not easy to crumble, as easy as you might No, think. with good reason. It's not, it's not a condiment. <laughs> so I eat the plate of food, right? Uh, that they've given to me. Yeah. Um, her mother then turns around and says, oh, would you know, would you like some more, um, you know, the speed that you ate that dish with, I'm sure. It's, <laughs> so she gives me another dish of food and they all sit staring at me, right? So instead of just like being, um, you know, I thought I'm going to double down on this. So I got the potpourri again and <laughs> put it more on my plate, right? So I've eaten like now two plates of potpourri. Because um, what you want to show the absolute conviction that yeah that yeah mate th- this Look, is a thing you do yeah because the way I okay. see it mate if you're in you're in there's no fucking you can't be half baked you've got to go like I meant to do that it was intentional so they all sit and watch me eat this right we then uh, go to the living room and we're still sitting around having a chat right I, I don't know if it was a potpourri or the anxiety or what or just the fact that I'd eaten two big plates of food and I'd drunk quite a lot of wine but all of a sudden my stomach went from like not needing a shit to like oh fuck i need i need a shit and i need one now bearing in mind this girl was ever i adored this girl at the time so i was like oh, excuse me um uh <laughs> may i use your lavatory please um <laughs> and they were like yeah 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 yeah. there's one down there's just one like if you just go out there there's one in the hall i said like, oh have you got one upstairs um and they were like her dad was quite firm he went you can use the one in the hall and i was like oh right yeah okay um Right, I'm going out. I might be some time. To which no one got that <laughs> reference. <laughs> right. So I go into this tiny little fucking understairs fucking toilet, right? I could barely even fit in it. I'm like a fucking daddy long legs in a small, you know, like when you see them in a small little glass. I'm literally yeah. spilling out of it. Um, and there was no fucking, this is why I put toilet paper down now if I go out someone else's ass. It was like, it was carnage. I'm not going to get into too much detail, but my stomach was just, yeah. Loud. And that's despite the potpourri, which you thought would have made it yeah, yeah. more fragrant, at least. <laughs> so I'm in there. It's just coming out of me and coming out. And I'm in there probably for about seven minutes, eight minutes. Um, and can you, and, and, and I assume it, the best possible outcome, well, the best possible action they can take is to burn this bathroom down and start again. Oh, mate, right? yeah, yeah. Or burn the house. It was horrible. And also the fact that I'm right next to the living room at this point, yeah, sure. where everyone's sitting. So I know everyone can hear. So I'm in this tiny little bathroom, right? I was sort of seven, sort of about seven, eight minutes between five and ten minutes. So it wasn't as long as ten; it was in as short as five. No, I understand. I understand the term. I just wanted to clarify. He said it's seven minutes, and then he said it's between five and ten minutes. He said not as long as ten, 
shuts fire. Anyway, then there's a knock on the door, and it's this girl that uh, that I was seeing at the time. She's like, "Are you okay in there?" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah." Just, and I jumped up off the toilet, sort of, for some reason. And as I jumped up, there's like a little light bulb above me, right? And smashed the light bulb. My head just hit the light bulb. So that whole of this understairs t- toilet it just plunged into absolute darkness, like pitch black, right? I could feel my head had been cut, right? But at this point, I hadn't wiped my ass, right? And I there's now there's now shattered glass everywhere. Yeah, there's shattered glass everywhere. I've cut my head, so I know that my head's bleeding quite badly, right? Yeah. I also know that somewhere behind me is a fucking toilet that's just fucking stacked full of shit. Somewhere yeah. is the toilet roll, and also I need to then to wash my hands, and also the fact. That- if we could use it without being too fucking graphic, I know that this isn't a clean drop. <laughs> There's quite a post-mortem to be done on the toilet. <laughs> right? So I sort of like clean myself up and then I'm like, you know, I'd go to get the sink, I'd turn on the fucking tap. You know those tiny little sinks you get? So as soon as yeah. I turn on the fucking tap, it just fucking spills out. Every, it shoots out water all over my fucking crotch. This is, it, this is pitch black now, right? Yeah, it's pitch did black. You, did you switch the to- torch on on your phone or anything? Mate, this is fucking... I'm a kid. I'm 18. We don't have fucking torches on phones. Okay, fine, fine, fine. Wait, now I'd be... Don't get aggressive with me. Listen, wait. I'm not... I, I wasn't there, mate, okay? Yeah, uh, this is literally... You obviously like, not got closure on this. No, no, because still to this day, right? So then I basically... I just stand there. I stood in the dark. By now, I can hear them all out there because they've heard a smashed glass. So you've brought the you've brought the your, your <laughs> shitting has brought the family yeah. out of the room. Well, because they've heard the a smashing glass, they've heard the toilet seat being knocked down, and they've yeah. heard water go over. I've, I'm not going to lie; I've sworn a couple of times. Yeah, I'm, you know, I've used my potty mouth. Um, and I sort of like her dad was like, "Look, you come out, come out here now. What are you doing in there?" And I was trying to tell him what had happened. He did not say yes, that. Because, mate, like honestly, by now, this is 12 to 13 minutes. Not as short as 10, but not as long as 15. <laughs> right? I open the door and, yeah. like, their faces, like, are just disgusted. Like, I, I've got blood sort of, like, on my head. The fucking toilet's just, the smell's horrible. And his his mum was, her, her mum was like, are you okay? Oh, my God. Are you okay? Come with us and sort of sit down and all that. Um and I was just like, yep, yeah, no, no, no. You know, and her face was like, oh, my God, this is disgusting. I'm never going to speak to this guy again. Her dad was just like, her dad had to go to the bathroom after me. And he, he just made such a big deal out of going, oh, for, oh, for crying. Yeah, okay, okay, right. Let me. Have we got any more light bulbs? Have we got any more light bulbs? I need to change a light bulb in here. And then his wife was like, turn it off of the switch. Then it was all this pandemonium uh, whilst I was just sort of sitting there with a fucking bit of kitchen roll on my head. Um. Yeah, and then uh, basically left the house. I sort of made my excuses and left. I had to walk home. Uh, and then um, yeah, that girl never spoke to me. She actually turned up at one of my gigs. Uh, years later, she was like, "Oh my god, my parents still talk about that." My my dad's at my wedding. This is the bit worst bit. My dad at the wedding told that story and go, you know, said any anyone she got with after that was always going to be better. Oh my god, that was like. <laughs> That now, I, so now I go for a shit in someone's house. I'm like, nothing will be as bad as that. Yeah, and and uh, and as you were leaving, did you say to him, "I actually consider it a great honour." <laughs> I tried to shake his yeah. hand as I left because my dad said, "Mind your manners." I was like, I think yeah. that horse is bolted. But um, <laughs> I turned around and said, "Thank you so much for having me," and I offered my hand, and he just sort of looked me up and down, and it was like, um, yeah, yeah. 
safe walk home safely. I was like, see you soon. And he just didn't even respond. He just closed the door. Oh, God. Like my, and now there's not many understairs toilets. And if I was ever, like, if I was at your house or someone else's house and they said, I'll use your understairs toilet, I said, look, naturally I'm too big for it. So can I just go upstairs? It's time for some emails, Tom. Oh, wow. Uh, you ready, for, you ready for some emails? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's wrong? What are you. What are you... I, it's, you I get my another head on three miles. I'm still literally going through that. I've actually got a bit of a cold sweat. I'm thinking about that. Sorry. Well, I do want to. There's, there's one email that I just want to read quickly, and, okay. and you might initially take it. We might initially we might initially take it as a bit of an insult, but I kind of I think it's quite appropriate. Bear in mind how this podcast I say started. We're 40 minutes in. Right. So listen, this email is from Jericho Forey. Wow. Okay. Um, hi there. I was quite surprised that I'd got as far as episode eight of your podcast. The reason being, that I, I found the format to be quite jarring and ill-planned, which was a surprise as I actually like most of the stuff you both do. However, I wanted to let you know that you really turned it around for me in episode eight when you gave that bloke some solid, sincere advice for breaking up with his girlfriend. I shall continue to listen. Keep up the good work and you'll get there in the end. Uh, now, there's a couple of things about that. Now, first of all, what is clear is that Jericho has not enjoyed the podcast, right? No. no. Um, she's not enjoyed it at all, but continue to listen for, for eight episodes, right? Yeah. So that's the first thing. The second thing is, if Jericho, you think that the sincere advice that we gave to that guy is uh, going to be an ongoing thing rather than a blip in an otherwise shit-talking podcast where two blokes have given it absolutely no thought before they've got on at all, then I just want to sort of liberate you from that misconception now. Listen, we're, gl- we're grateful for your support. We're glad that you listen. And when I'm saying this to everybody, this isn't going to get any better than this. All right, let me just tell you right. something now. This is if- largely going to be two idiots just chatting about feces yeah. and massages and shit rather than yeah. any noble advice given. If you Let me just say, if you need noble advice... Get in touch with Neve and Max from Catfish because that's where you're going to find that. Sure. Um, and what I would say is, if anything, I would say this podcast has probably peaked. And I think now what you're watching is what you're listening to is just two blokes week in, week out, just desperately trying to grasp at the kind of magic that they thought they had when they started this whole thing. So so that's that's kind of where we're at. So I guess what I'm saying is, Jericho, I'm not upset by your email at all. I just sort of, I just want to sort of apologize. I want to apologize to you that the podcast isn't what you thought it was going to be, but also to explain that it's okay not to like everything that somebody does. Do you know what I mean? Like, like yeah, yeah. we both do loads of different things. And if there's something you don't like, it's, it's fine, right? Also, thanks for bearing with us. Like, just thinking that that's. I would say, I would actually say that's a mistake. <laughs> I, I, thanks, I would actually say that's a mistake. Thanks for bearing with us just enough that you thought something good might happen. Um, yeah. And yeah, if you bear with us a little bit longer, you know, episode sixteen or twenty, you know, something else might happen that you like. It's sort of a, a bit of a backhanded compliment when the thing that you like most about the podcast is very much an anomaly. You know, it, it, it's it's it that I and would it, say that almost that I almost love Jericho is a name, by the way. That's gone on a list. Me too. Me too. I think it's an incredible too. name. Sort of Jericho just feels powerful. Um, now I want to talk to you about the fact that I would say in the last week, we've probably had more emails than we've ever had to this podcast. Okay. Well, and uh, the day the day after the podcast went out, yeah. I reckon we had more emails in that day than we had in the previous week. Wow. And the reason is, 
is because you have really pissed people off. What? Wow. Why? Um, this percentages thing. <laughs> what percentage gate? Where you, percentage gate, where you sort of said that as a result of inflation, it's okay to say a thousand percent. You have really, like, people have got really angry about it. Wow. I say, I'm exaggerating actually. They're not got angry about it. We got, I would say, I'm, I'm, I, would, I, say, I would say it's not an exaggeration to say we've got hundreds of emails. I've read all of them about, purely about this percentage. Yeah, I thing. can see you now just sitting there in your fucking open toe sandals, just fucking laughing away. <laughs> oh, finally, they're on my side. No, I'm not, look, I'm not enjoying this. I'm just saying there was a lot of. Yeah, mate, I've <laughs> never seen you smile. You, you're smiling like you're getting a fucking foot rub. You're literally grinning from ear to ear like a Cheshire cat. I've never seen anything like it. Now, basically, I looked through all of the emails and all of them said, Tom, you're wrong. A percentage is a maximum. You know, giving of yourself is 100%. And you're mistaking uh, percentages and, and multiples, right? And a lot of people said that. There was one person that, uh, that, that did defend you. Oh, wow. Um, who said that they're on your side. But apart from that, I would say you lost by... I would say easily over 99% to one in wow. terms of ratio. So who is the one person who backed me there? I don't know. You think I fucking printed that out and to read out? No, I'm just telling you that happened. Right? Well, can I just say but what I would say, what I would say, no, but what I would say is this, right? Yeah. And, and I'm going to be honest with you. I find this slightly annoying, right? Because when I first started seeing the emails, I was like, oh yeah. Okay. Finally, finally people are on my side. Right. One of the things that, universally people said in the email and it really fucks me off right because we had pissy tree we had cyberpunk we've had a number of other things right and in all of them they go tom's correct rom's wrong i'm on i'm on team tom or whatever of this one almost all of the emails go i love tom but in this instance he's wrong <laughs> I, I i normally i agree with tom but i just need to pick him up on this i'm always team tom but on this instance mate when people disagree with me and agree with you, they never fucking bother to qualify it like that. But for some reason, when when they dare to disagree with Tom, they've got to put a little fucking, Tom is absolutely, just so you know, Tom is absolutely wonderful. I think he's incredible. But on this instance, I think he might have got his wires crossed. I think because they know that I'm a delicate flower. They know that you are sturdy and strong. Mm. Uh, and, you know, we'll go back to the analogy I said earlier with um you... Uh, you know, Princess Le uh, Leia, you know, the strongest of minds. They know that I'm probably a little bit more Luke, a little bit more fragile, a little bit scared. My best friend's a robot type thing. It's, I, I, I can't tell you how annoying it is that you keep using Star Wars when you don't. <laughs> you know really why? Because this week I rewatched three the, the three original movies. Right. What did you think? I, I've watched them before. I just, yeah, I actually, I, you know. I, no, but what did you think when you went back to them? Yeah, they're great movies. Oh, do you know what? Then this is something I wasn't going to bring up. Um, it's made me think about watching The Mandalorian. Oh, shit. Mm. Seriously? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I'm, I'm, uh, I've got a little bit of time on the road this week, and I think that's what I'm going to give a try. Look, what what I've realized is, and, you know, I'm getting a, an amazing amount of uh, messages, I'm not sure if you are, but about Married at First Sight Australia. Uh, it seems a lot of people have jumped on on the on the wagon for that. People are loving it. I, I, I need I need to I need to talk to you about this because can I've I just say something? Because I, I I can't do any spoilers because I'm not that guy, and this is something I'll have chats with people. I have found this week of married. This is why I've, I went back and watched Star Wars, and this is why I start, I'm going to watch Mandalorian. I have found this week of married at first sight 
like genuinely so traumatic and anxiety. I mean, you can, you've been watching it now, right? So yeah. you could, so you get an idea. Like nothing you've seen so far is indicative of what you're about to go through. There's episodes right. where I, I literally say to Catherine after, I'm like, this is insane. Like insane. Like, why do I feel like this? It's so horrible. Genuinely, the, some of the people in it are so horrible. You're like, wowzers. And I don't use that word lightly. No, more often than not, use it incorrectly. But um, I need to talk to you about Married at First Sight. Yeah. Okay. Now, I, I almost don't know if I want to say this to you. Okay. So when, like you, I don't want to do spoilers, right? Yeah. There's a couple of things, and you might be aware of this this flying around, right? Yeah. So I'm just gonna. I don't know why you've put. Why have you put a glove on? <laughs> I just felt like it's not. It's a sock. Oh it's a sock my pocket. god! Why have you put a sock on your hand? <laughs> I don't know. It's anxiety. I think it's just we're talking about married at first. <laughs> Why? Hold on. You're you're sitting at a desk. Why is there a sock on a desk? I think it's just yeah. I think I was wearing it yesterday. And I just sort of threw it off casually. So hold on. So uh, uh, Jesus fucking Christ, man. I I, <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't know how to fucking process what I've just seen. And then and then your explanation for it. You, you, the sock you're wearing yesterday has somehow ended on, up on your desk in your sort of study area, right? And then upon seeing that sock and knowing what it is, you put it onto your fucking hand. <laughs> I didn't leave the house yesterday. It's a house sock. It's like... uh, well, listen, tell Catherine I hope she enjoys the weird puppet show you've got lined up for after we do this. <laughs> um, um, hit me, go on. So I was watching a couple of bits of Married at First Sight, right? And I, and again, I don't want to give any spoilers, but there's a couple of things that as I watched it, I thought this feels uh, this feels a bit like fucking implausible. This, right. Right? It's like this is so mad. And then we got an email from somebody. I haven't yeah. printed it off, but we got an email from somebody going, uh, guys, have you looked at Sam's Instagram stories? Right Now, do you know about this? Yeah. Um, you know, so can I just say something quickly? I don't look at anyone's Instagram on Married at okay. First Sight until the series is over. Okay, fine. So I didn't look at his stories, but I know what the gist of the stories are. Yeah. And do you know what the gist of his stories are? No, no. The gist of his stories are that the whole thing is uh, completely fabricated. Well, someone wrote a book about this in the last series. Okay, go on. Talk. Okay, break it down. So a guy, a guy wrote a book who was in it last time. Okay. And he, he wrote a whole book. He was only in it for... The, the trouble is he was only in it for like three weeks or four weeks. So yeah. But yeah, he wrote a whole book about how the thing was. It was made up. It was sort of like, you know, sort of slightly fictitious. So what do you think about that? If I'm going to be brutally honest, any, the guy who wrote the book and Sam, I, I don't think you've probably watched enough of it to know about Sam. They've both been utter pricks. Yeah. So there's a part of me that thinks with Sam and this other guy, the reason they said that this is a whole fictitious thing is because they've come out of it so badly that they're like, oh, no, I was just a character in a thing. Okay. It, you know, if it, if I'm honest with you, it'd been someone who'd come out about it, who had come across decently and, and sort of a bit more true, then I probably. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's television. I work in television. You work in television. I realised that it, it. You know, some stuff is manipulated. I realised that some some people in there for their own ends rather than to find love. I, I generally think that there's people who go in there to find that thing, and I think yeah. there's some people who who've go in there with a sort of slightly more selfish endeavour. It's div- it's difficult this because like actually you and I should be doing a spin off Married at First Sight Australia podcast because there's loads of shit I want to talk to you about this but at the same time I don't want to ruin it for anybody because no. I'm behind you and there's loads of shit 
where I text you going, I mean, I've texted you a couple of times in the last week going, can you just tell me if this gets better or worse in terms yeah. of like what's going, in terms of what these people are doing? Because I'm feeling fucking like rage now watching this. Mate, I, and I can only tell you this as I've texted you. Get rid. I, if I'm honest with you, this week I there was a part of me that was like, I don't know if I can watch some of this. Like it's that's what happened to me. Significantly worse me. than the last series. There's times in it I'm just like fucking it. Like and don't like the reason I I think in in myself in in like is it can't it can't be made because when you were sitting watching it right and that someone like Sam goes, oh this is all fictitious. Then why have you if if it's made up, why have you acted the way you are? You know it's going on TV. It's like if you were basically to catch a predator and you found out they yeah. were all actors. You wouldn't take that job yeah, yeah. with you as an actor. You, you know, yeah. <laughs> because no one knows it's fucking fictitious. You're watching it as a re- reality show. The names in, yeah. you know. I, got, I mean, I got down to the last two for that, but I just, <laughs> I, 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 I just thought it's not worth it. Um, so this week I've just been like fucking out. It's just people in there. They're just absolutely, and people that have shocked me who I really liked, who I'm like, wowza. Wow, uh, Tom. Yeah, baby. It's about that time, brother. Can you? And by the way, a lot of people yeah. are loving these little, lo- loving these little clothes. Yeah, I had a listen to that streets. Uh, yeah, that streets thing. It's very good. He's done a good job. Uh, anyway, Tom, take us out, please. Yo, rest easy, lay back and enjoy it. That's just life. That's what I think, anyway. But how do you react? When you're pushed and you're pulled, whether you're lying there getting a massage and you don't know how to rate it to the first person, do you smile? Do you look miserable? Or do you find that even kill? And that's what we're all looking for in life is that even kill. Don't push too hard nor lack too deep. When you're coming through life, always try <laughs> to run that middle ground. Always try to think, how does the other person feel? Whether that's someone you've met in a bar or someone you're on a first date with, or maybe you're taking a dump at someone's house. Think about others is what I'm trying to say. Think about what they think, how their feelings roll out. But sometimes it might just be a shake of the hand once we're past COVID or an arm around the shoulder or in COVID times, just a nod from two, two, two meters away to say, yo, you're okay, buddy. I got you. I got you. Um, that was really, really nice, Tom. Yeah, um, good that one. Thank you so much, brother. Uh, brother. I will see you next time. Take care. See you down the road, baby. If you have a problem, opinion, feedback, or anything at all, please email us at wolfalpod at gmail.com. That's wolfalpod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you, mainly because we don't have any content ideas. Thank you.